Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Oz. It is Friday, the 4th of February. Happy Friday, another week under the belt. Today in the deep dive, I'm going to be talking to Sophie and Maddie from You're In Good Company. We're going to be talking about the explosion of the gaming market. And yes, we're going to be talking about Wordle. But first, Billy, you've joined me today for the headlines. What is making the news this morning? New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has announced the country's international border will gradually reopen at the end of this month in a five-stage process. Vaccinated New Zealand citizens in Australia will be able to return to New Zealand hotel quarantine free from 11.59pm on the 27th of February. However, they will still need to self-isolate for 10 days. City Point Christian College has withdrawn its enrollment contract. We've covered this story throughout the week on Instagram, which asked parents to agree that children could be excluded if they were openly transgender. It comes after more than 155,000 people signed a petition asking the Brisbane school to recall the contract. U.S. President Joe Biden has announced the government will restart an initiative to reduce the death rate of cancer by at least 50% over the next 25 years. The program also aims to, quote, improve the experience of people and their families living with and surviving cancer. And today's good news, I have a Winter Olympics story for you ahead of the opening ceremony, which will take place tonight. The Jamaican bobsleigh team has qualified for the Winter Olympics for the first time in 24 years. The bobsled pilot Shan Wayne Stevens said, Jamaican bobsleigh is obviously linked with cool runnings, but we're more than just a movie. We're actually fierce competitors and we're out there to do really well. And Billy, I wish them the best of luck. I'm so excited, guys, because for the first time in 2022, I am joined by Maddie and Sophie from You're In Good Company, one of Australia's best financial podcasts. Absolutely love listening to them. Had a great time listening to their summer series. Maddie and Soph, how was the break? And settle us into the new year of financial news. What do we need to know right now? Sam, my break was fantastic, mainly because I discovered a great new word game that I have become quite obsessed with. You may or may not have heard of it. The New York Times this week has bought Wordle, the viral online word game that has become the talk of the town over the summer holidays. Created last year by Josh Wardle for his partner to play, the game went public in October 2021, and in just a few months, it has grown to over 3 million players. And then this week, it was announced that the game has been bought by media giant The New York Times for a low seven-figure sum, not too shabby for a few months' work. And is this type of thing common where a fad company... I don't mean to have a go at any Wordle players. I'm one myself, but you know it hasn't been around for very long. I'm only on a 12-day streak at the moment. Is it common that such a company with such a short lifespan gets snapped up by a major player? Well, I think if we think about the New York Times business, if you dig a little deeper, we can really see why this would be an attractive investment for the New York Times. If we think back to OG newspaper sales, the New York Times generated its revenue primarily from advertising, but these days, like the majority of advertising money has moved onto platforms like Google and Facebook. And then one of the key ingredients for driving engagement in the publishing business for decades has been games and crosswords. So as publishing businesses make the shift online, they're trying to find ways to maintain this aspect of their business too. 
I have to add, given the New York Times motivation to boost subscription revenue, there has been a lot of fear that Wordle would be moved behind the publisher's paywall. Not to worry, at least in the short term, the New York Times has chosen their words very carefully in saying that the game would remain free at this stage. We'll have to wait and see how many green and yellow squares come up in front of the paywall and behind the paywall, I do know that the New York Times cooking and crossword sections are two of the major revenue plays for them online. So it'll be interesting to see how Wordle fits into that environment. Sophie, now turning to you, we hear a lot about the explosion of e-gaming, both from a consumer side, but also from a business owner side. What can you tell us about the emergence of that space? Yeah, well, I feel like the gaming industry really took off in 2020 when the pandemic hit and everyone kind of had to revert back to going indoors. And a real indicator of this was that the Van Eck Video and Gaming and Esports Exchange was up 84% in 2020. But now in 2022, the space is still heating up with some of the biggest acquisitions that we've seen in the gaming space. So some of the acquisitions we've seen is Microsoft announced that it bought the game developer Activision Blizzard, which is famous for the likes of, you know, Call of Duty or Guitar Hero. I personally used to be a great Guitar Hero player, (laughs) but they bought that for $75 billion, which is three times the amount that they've ever bought a company for before. And we also saw Sony this week announced that it bought the sci-fi game studio Bungie as the entertainment giant tries to make a name for itself in the future of gaming. So we're seeing similar trends in the gaming industry to other big industries, you know, smaller companies that are popular amongst consumers being bought by these gigantic major players. Is there particular value for these major players in these smaller companies in terms of new customers or how much people are spending whilst they're in a games universe? Like what is it about these smaller companies that is attracting the big guys? Yeah, well, I guess there's a couple of different reasons. The first kind of look at it is like the financial side, you know, in 2022, post that 2020 boom, their share prices of these companies have dropped a little bit. So big companies do see a bit of financial value in the fact that they can swoop them up for a little bit cheaper. But to your point about spending in the games, most of these big companies are seeing it as a strategic acquisition as we kind of move into the next iteration of the internet, which is the metaverse. So to be frank, a lot of these big companies have their head in the game, pardon the pun, haha, as <laughs> people it. like Amazon have Twitch, Google has YouTube where gaming is huge, Facebook has literally become meta and there's a lot of competition overseas as well with the likes of Tencent Holdings, which is leading the gaming sector in China. So a lot of these acquisitions are really about staying ahead of the game in terms of the metaverse. And to finish off with both of you this morning, I just wanted to get a little bit of advice from you. I'm noticing a lot of anxiety around the stock market at the moment. And we've spent a lot of time on the Daily Oz kind of looking at what are the key reasons for the stock market crash. But one of the questions that keeps coming up is, should I be worried? What do you think is the answer to that right now? I feel like I need to premise this by saying we do not give financial advice. Of course. (laughs) But I actually got in trouble. We did our first episode back this week talking about what's going on in the markets and what you can sort of do about it. And apparently I made too many jokes about trying to time the dip. (laughs) 
So I would say advice is don't try and time the dip. If you invest for the long term and stay calm, then you should be on track. I would just add that during a time like this, there can be a lot of anxiety and people can be very fearful of the markets. But if you do have a long-term perspective, then you can really use this as a buying opportunity and sticking to your strategy of investing regularly. Stay calm, invest long-term, look forward to the future, buy gaming stocks, play Wordle. (laughs) We've covered a lot this morning. Sophie and Maddie from You're In Good Company, thanks so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You can check them out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can also listen to theirs. Have a fantastic Friday, everybody. If you want to follow news over the weekend, we'll have everything up to date on The Daily Oz over on Instagram. Until then, we'll speak to you on Monday. Happy Friday.